What's going on? It's your boy, Jevin LaFave. You know where you can follow me on Instagram, at Jevin.LaFave. On Twitter, at Jevin LaFave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at LeftSideHeavy underscore. This episode, I'm bringing on my guy, reoccurring guest, Brandon Goff, to talk some Euros, uh, NHL, NBA, US Open, and some time for the press. We talk about um, the Christian Eriksen incident, and, you know, like, we go into it deep, and, you know, just a crazy, crazy turn of events, and just so happy that he got to be stable, and hospital and just like everything worked out the best possible situation it could so we go we talk about that in the uh, beginning of the episode we talk about um the nhl awards and you know vegas montreal uh new york tampa we talk about the sun sweep and the nuggets we and then we do a u.s open draft so we each take draft five players all we have a completely different team and then we'll be taking the best scores from all five players of each team and we'll see who wins between and Brandon. So it's a very, very fun show, uh, very enjoyable listen and be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help grow the show. It will just help a ton get the algorithm algorithm, uh, algorithm going. Jeez, I can't talk. Um, and it'll help move up in the ranks. So yeah, be sure to... Um, Leave a rating and review. And Tom, kick us off. Episode 41 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LaFave. You know you, you know where you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Today, I bring on reoccurring guest, Brandon Goff. Brother, what is happening? What's going on? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Yep. No free, no free ads. Oh, don't don't say what it frozen. is. Oh, it's when you you crack it open and it's cold on like too cold on the inside. You know what you got to do there? You got to get the can opener, open the top up, and then scoop it like a like a. No, I think what happened is that we've been having troubles with this. It's been in the back of our fridge, and like that. Yeah. Has started freezing the drinks. Do you have like the little freezer up above in the top of the fridge? It's like what, or is it like? Like you have like the yeah. mini fridge with the freezer in the top. Yeah, it's probably the, just like the ice going down. Yeah, this is a. That happened to Ty because he didn't clean it out and he just let the ice kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the end of it, his mini fridge turned into a freezer because it was too much ice. So we had to unplug it, carry the thing all the way down the stairs and leave it outside so that the ice would melt because there was the full thing was yeah, just I filled have, with ice. I have to put it in the glass. Because it's just, when it's frozen, it just starts pouring out of the top. So, I mean, there goes that for a nice relaxing drink to finish off the work day. But, how you been, buddy? We just hit the range a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I've been golfing a fair amount. Scores have gotten higher, (laughs) which isn't supposed to happen. But, (laughs) Uh, yeah. 
been all right. I mean, can't really complain when you're getting out yeah, golfing around no, twice a that's, week. So. Literally, the best job in the world would be a professional golfer or a starting pitcher. Because, yeah. like, you just, it's all guaranteed. Yeah, every five days, every it's five all guaranteed. Days. But PGA, it's like, mm-hmm. honey, I'm going to work. It's like, okay. It's like, yeah, you just go to the range for seven hours and then you'd. All right. Uh, hey, uh, call my buddy at TaylorMade. I want a new driver. Yeah, I don't like this one. <laughs> No, this one's got a this one's got a scratch. I want another one. You just got that yesterday. Ah. Yeah, throw your putter perform in the, the lake, and you don't have to worry about spending two hundred dollars on a new one. You can just hey, I need a new spider, and it's like all right, yeah. you have like eight more. So yeah, I got lots of spiders, but they're all in my <laughs> garage, coming, not in my freaking, yeah. They've been coming into my, my golf bag lately because it's like just they hate me. So I occasionally just I'll be just <laughs> I. Yeah, probably have to I'll move just be chilling, and then I'll just look up and just see one on the wall. I'm like, oh, wonder how long that's been there. So then I just, yeah. death to all spiders. I if you don't kill spiders, then you're the insane. Sorry, bud. Oh, Sorry, bud. Torture it. <laughs> just take its life. At Jeez, gonna make it drown. How would I you feel? I wouldn't be happy, but <laughs> every man for themselves. Am I right? I'm sorry. It's just the it's just the yeah, way it I goes. Guess. It's so exactly. I guess you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you got to kill a spider the bad way. <laughs> uh, Leo's treating you good. Leo's treating you well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Normally, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, golf. Monday, t- what? Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, golf. Wednesday, Sunday. And then I have got lacrosse now because oh. we've got practices because COVID yeah, restrictions they changed a little bit. Yeah. So last week, last week was our first practice, and uh, yeah, three three or four drinks on the way to practice. Probably about four drinks during practice, and then two or Pretty three standard. after practice. So, Burger King taste Burger King <laughs> tasted bet. really good after. I bet. Practice. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I joined a beer league hockey team for the summer. I got my first game in nice. Twenty ninth, I think. No, 24th. Damn. Where's that? 24th. Yeah, Burnaby 8 Rinks. If you want to come? Come nice. on. 20, 24th? Thursday, 24th, 9.30. Need, a, need, a, need some pairs. So if you gather some gear and just throw some skates <laughs> on. I'll bring up my dad's old Cooper helmet. Exactly. Oh, the Cooper bucket? Cooper, with the, Cooper with the cat, cat eye <laughs> That's cage. That's amazing. You have to do that. It looked like Chris... I look like Chris Osgood, except yeah, the player. We said we our goal is to be the dustiest team in the league. So tinted tinted visors, I, mismatching gloves and pant shells, and you know, I'll get colored that, laces. Uh, I'll get that. You remember CCM had those uh, like see through helmets? Yeah. Oh, get one of those. Nice. I don't even know where you could find. I don't. I, I, don't, I think I don't they're think illegal you could even now. Buy one if you try. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're allowed yeah. those anymore. <laughs> CSA yeah, not approved. Not approved at all. But. Uh, yeah, I could definitely put together some gross gear. Yeah. I'll just hit up like corner sports and just buy everything that I shouldn't. Oh, for like everything that people don't want. I'll leave the skates outside so that the blades get rusty. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyways, we will uh, get into the sports world and Euros started off. 
not too long ago, June 11th, if I'm not mistaken. And unfortunately, it did not start off the way people wanted. Um, 29-year-old Christian Eriksen, um, I think undisputedly the best player, a part of Denmark. He, all of a sudden, like... 53rd minute or no 43rd minute he um collapses to the field and everyone's thinking like oh he must be like cramping up that's usually the first instincts every soccer player has but then people start taking or having second takes and they realize like he is in trouble what like something just isn't right yeah he is still, and he's non-responsive. Yeah, nothing's happening. Well, I don't know if you saw the uh, the trainer. I think or the, the team doctor. He's like the, when they started doing compressions, they were like, yeah. "He's gone." Like he he wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, and which is pretty. Yeah, it crazy. was. Yeah, in the press conference or like the media the day after, the manager for Denmark said like yeah we lost him he was gone for like 10 minutes yeah but um yeah yeah, so it was very like I hadn't watched any of the game and yeah I wasn't watching either I just saw yeah I saw the news and then me and my parents were like watching it after like it even happened and we were like let's just see like the build-up like let's because you yeah. know how they usually magnify on the best players throughout the game. So then we were watching yeah. him, seeing if there was any suspicious, like, heavy breathing. And my mom kind of noticed that even, like, in the third minute, he was, like, taking, like, his chest was moving quite heavy. Like, the breathing yeah. was pretty suspicious. But obviously no one's going to think about that. You're... Right? Yeah. And then it happened. And I knew that... They, like, resuscitated him. I knew that nothing, uh, like, he didn't ultimately, like, pass. Like, well, he did, but I knew that wasn't the final um, outcome. But my gut was still sinking when I was watching the whole thing after knowing what happened. Because just, like, the trauma that these people are going, because obviously they don't know what's happening next. They, like, their thoughts are, like, are like brother is gone. Yeah. Well, his yeah. wife was in his wife and kids were in the yeah. stands. Oh, his, by the his way, wife was standing there and literally shout out that, to ESPN for filming them while, and yeah. keep trying to film, uh, Christian Erickson yeah. getting the defibrillation yeah, compressions and the defibrillation. Yeah. Like, yo, go to a wide angle shot of the field or go to commercial break, go back yeah. to the studio, go do anything yeah. but film, the wife that thinks that her her husband is dead and the guy who is currently getting CPR and the defibrillators and who's dead on the field. It's really, it was really good to see the, uh, the, the team, like the players like stood in like a wall around to like kind of block everyone, block all the stuff. Shout out the captain for Denmark. I, his name is slipping for me, but I think it's along the lines of Kyer. If you want to quickly Google that. But um, search up Denmark captain because I heard it on a podcast on like Monday and it's it's slipping from my mind. But he immediately flipped him over on his side and grabbed his tongue. 
so that Christian Eriksen wouldn't yeah. choke on it and make the matters even yeah. worse. And he instrumented the ring around Eriksen so that cameras or photographers yeah. couldn't get to him because obviously when he sees he probably immediately checked for pulses he started cpr he did all the precautions that need to be taken place and he made sure yeah. that there was privacy because this guy was gone and it was just like and yeah it, yo, it was so yeah. heart-wrenching to see but yeah did you get the name uh well it's k j and then the a and the e are connected i don't know how you say that i think it's i think it's <laughs> kyer the Maybe Denmark it, captain. So, in K J A E R, how would you say that? Yeah, I believe that's Kyer. I think I'm. I don't, I'm not even trying. Don't get at me. I'm trying my best here, but he's like he's player of the tournament in my books. Yeah. He say he was like a huge factor in saving Erickson's life, and. Even yeah. just buying time for the medical staff to do their crew. And shout out to them because, like, obviously you're not expecting... Obviously prepare for the worst, but no one's expecting someone to die on the field. And they yeah came together and brought this guy back to life. So it was just obvious, obviously a scene you never want to see in a million, million years. But they did their job to an absolute T and if anyone deserves a raise or any luck coming their way it's the medical staff and the Denmark team for coming together and saving this guy's life yeah yeah it's pretty pretty horrific and the like how it's how Erickson I don't know if you saw the post that he posted today on Instagram saying like I'm doing well all things considered yeah. and Thank you, everybody, for the wishes and go Denmark. Like, like we said, like that guy was laying on the field, gone, and then two days later, he's watching his team from the hospital. Yeah, and there's obviously a lot of people are saying like they shouldn't have played the game, and I totally agree. But yeah, if my dad asked me this question and he was saying he's like, "Would you have played if you're on Denmark?" And I was like, I wouldn't voluntarily play, but if my if the guy who died on the field FaceTimed me like he did and told me to go yeah. play, then I'd then I'd go play. That's like a driving yeah. force, like adrenaline, like we're gonna go yeah, do this exactly, for him, but right? Obviously their heads were not in the right place. Oh to Well, at that rate a lot of them thought like five minutes prior, they damn our yeah. best players just they just yeah, died. Like our, like our mind isn't on finishing a game right now. Like our our best player yeah. died like an yeah, hour they, and a half ago. They, they weren't in pl- game yeah, mode exactly. Anymore. And yeah, it was just like I said, knowing what happened to him and knowing that they were able to bring him back to life. And I got the notification that he was stable even before watching the game. So I knew that he was like doing as well as he possibly could post um, accident. But even watching it all unfold, I was still like, yo, I this hurts to watch because these players don't yeah. know what's going to happen next. And it's just like, 
I would not yeah. want to go through that in a million years. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. He's 29 years old and top 1%, like, probably most fit people ever. And yeah, he didn't get the COVID vaccine, so you can throw that conspiracy out the window. Like, <laughs> he's had no yeah, I'd... history of heart problems or anything to that matter so it, well that's even like i mean obviously he's a lot younger but bowmeister yeah. last year with st louis just collapsed yeah, on and, the bench um, was it peverly on dallas who collapsed as well he was it that was on, on the, the, ice, was right? on the bench as well he's on the bench yeah oh, was that it on was the, like bench? the same thing as bowmeister just like a few years prior yeah but man it's it's a crazy to see it happen to like top tier athletes and yeah it's i'm so happy to see that it went as good as it possibly could and that we didn't see any or just see a death like yeah finalized on the field like it's just yeah it could it could have been a lot exactly. worse than it was. Yeah, and I'm just so happy we didn't see it get to that point where it's like they couldn't yeah. do anything more than yeah they yeah. couldn't resuscitate or anything like that. So I basic prayers to Christian Erickson and he recovers as well as he possibly can. I don't know to the yeah. I don't know what's next for him. I'm assuming retirement because I don't know if you can necessarily play after having cardiac arrest i don't know what any sort of plan is i don't modern science i mean is pretty incredible so i wouldn't be surprised to see later down the road him maybe try it dude who knows he's he's probably gonna be back by the end of the (laughs) year oh man i'm just so happy is like i just really hope there's not players out there or like people out there like Come on, I had money on Denmark. Like, you better come. It's like, bro. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's put bigger the than sports, sports betting aside and just be grateful that the medical staff and the captain of Denmark basically saved this guy's life after such a fluke yeah. incident. But yeah. yeah pretty insane. Yeah, pretty insane. But yeah. Once again, prayers to Christian Eriksson. They did Denmark did end up losing to Finland, one nothing. But I mean, I'm not putting any yeah, of this weight joke. on to Denmark because they were not in game shape. Yeah. But I mean, they listened to the player to go play, so I I would have done the same. And it's just yeah. But Finland, they scored their first um, goal in like top tier international play or at an international event or yeah oh, really? like for, for soccer, it was... like it was a big it was either their first goal or the, yeah big, their first big moment. win but yeah they uh came out with the win they i think they're ranked like 54 in the world or 51 so they were basically predicted to be toyed with in this um yeah, yeah. like north macedonia <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. When I saw that name, I was like, yeah, that's what? an actual place. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it's from Narnia. <laughs> Sounds like a bar. 
Wait, where are we going? Like Macedonia? No, nice. pretty much, man. Pretty much, but where is it? Oh, you go to the Roxy yeah, right North around the Van. corner. Yeah, <laughs> but um, oh, that's funny. The Euros, obviously, it was uh, delayed a year. Hence the reason why it's Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, I didn't even know that it was on until but, Thursday. Um, do you have like a player you're um gonna? watch or a team that you're gonna watch uh going forward i uh growing up ever like when, when, ever since i was little i was a big man u fan and uh ronaldo that's when ronaldo played for man u so i've always just kind of followed ronaldo wherever he went and uh cheered a lot for them to win the last one and they did so cheering for them again just today he scored two goals and set yeah. the record for most goals in european yeah, championship history so that was pretty cool but uh, yeah, I'm hoping for Portugal to win again. That have you seen Group F that Portugal's in? Yeah, the France, group of death: Portugal, France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. <laughs> Hungary, tough, <laughs> tough draw <laughs> like, for Hungary. Yeah, they got they shafted. Go. That is so tough. And they're I'm pretty sure they're one of the hosts, like of that. I think they're a host. Yeah, they got of that group. Yeah, like, you can't yeah, do that on. to them. Come on. Just they had sixty thousand people yeah, at their game wild. day though. And and then and then they got oh, ranked that's three so tough. Nothing, so. France is ranked second. Yeah. Portugal's ranked fifth, and Germany is ranked twelfth. Yeah. Well, I just looked at it as you have Portugal won the last Euro, France won the World Cup, and Germany before that won the Euro and the World Cup, like within the last fifteen yeah. years or whatever it is. And then Hungary. Yo, that's just like <laughs> what can you like? What can you say? It's mostly, it's like, yo, we're just playing to, like, watch these guys play. Like, if I was a fan of Hungary. It's like it's like when Denmark showed up for the World Juniors. It's like, all right, guys, we're going to go. We're going to get beat. Then we're going to go home. So that we we can say that we played against them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, in in the locker room, they're just like, all right, guys, this is the only time you're ever playing against Ronaldo, (laughs) so good luck. (laughs) Pretty much. So what can you do? Like, if I was a Hungry fan, I was like, I'm literally going to these games to watch Ronaldo. It's like I'm not expecting the win. Like, come on now, and yeah, yeah. I'm not, you're in the you're on the field. They just scored. Ronaldo runs past yeah. you. Like, high five. <laughs> it's like go Ronaldo. It's like uh, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> he scores a PK. It's you're like, like yeah. Everyone's it's like, like, I what? had money on him. I had him plus one and a half. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you 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 bet against well, yourself. Well, yeah, you yeah. told me you wouldn't like, bet on us. Get a chance. <laughs> but uh, I was actually listening to a, a podcast and. Recurring guest Nick Deus of Veterans Minimum. Uh, I was listening to him, and he was saying that when he went to England or a common bar for the World Cup in New York, mm-hmm. and he uh, he saw an English guy there, and he was saying he's like, "Yo, I put money on you guys to like win the Euros and stuff," and he just turned to him. He's like, "Why would you do that?" He's like, "We don't have a chance." <laughs> 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 and he's like he's like oh he's like yeah we're gonna blow it somehow and they did end up blowing oh, it somehow he, but <laughs> he's confident i just thought it was so funny it was like yeah it's his own team but he just he knows like he yeah he knows yeah but i bet you he put, did put yeah, money on him. no kidding but um <laughs> do you have like a favorite team like european team 
Wales. I like Wales. Gareth Bale. Uh, I well, I like Bale except for his hair. No, I don't know if he cut his hair. But he had that long, so gross ponytail bun. thing. It's uh, he, he doesn't bun, have the yeah. hair like dangling gross. down. It's just like the just the yeah. eggshell on top of his head. Yeah, I uh, not 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 yeah. a big fan. It's of a that, tough look. But uh, I told my dad I was getting a man bun once, and he our, almost uh, disowned me. Oh jeez. Yeah, I told. I, I jokingly said to my mom, like, what would you do if I grow a man bun? She'd like, I cut off in your sleep. <laughs> That's basically what my dad said. He's like, I would never see you again. Yeah. And I'm like, good yeah. to know. I will do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, our last name, Goff, comes from Wales. Okay, so, so I have, have a like a, a, yeah. A, I don't know, ancestral, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, like not really. When, when. When they're on and it's like Wales versus England, I'm like, well, I yeah, guess I'm cheering like, for Wales. I guess we're doing this, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'd say Wales, and then just Portugal. Yeah, fair enough. Though. Portugal's always. A, I feel like Portugal's an easy team to vote for, just because yeah. they, they're a really good team this year. I feel like I've heard from yeah. multiple people that because you know, Ronaldo, he's going to play in this and the next World Cup because he's like, yeah. It's his He's fifth the Euro. LeBron James of soccer. It's like so many legends yeah. have retired. It's yeah. like the Gordie Howe He's of soccer. Like <laughs> he's 36, and there's so many legends who have retired prior to 36 or have gone to like the MLS or a, yeah. just like a lower tier team. And he's still like yeah. one of the best players in the world. And yeah. And he's not playing like the last. Yeah, no, he's starting. He's like, playing the he's full playing. fucking game. Like he's, yeah, and yeah, like dude, I could not imagine running for ninety minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Tomorrow. Never mind when you're thirty six. Granted, of yeah. course he does that year round, but it's still the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. raced him once. <laughs> I uh, I beat him in a race when I was playing my career. Yeah, once. pretty much. Beat him out the ball. But uh, no, yeah, because <laughs> I I've heard a bunch of podcasts that. The, the, like this is like Portugal's like golden years because they'll still have yeah. Ronaldo for this year yeah, for this year and the skills, next World so. Cup and maybe fucking next Euros I wouldn't be surprised and then well, it was like I think it was the last Euro the that kid that yeah. when Ronaldo got hurt he he got subbed yeah. in and he scored the goal that they won I'm pretty sure he was really? seventeen he was that or eighteen young. I thought yeah. he was like yeah. older. I'm oh, pretty damn. sure he was really young. But yeah, they got a lot of stars so coming got, up. Yeah, they got that's a future. what I've heard a bunch. And they're a European country anyways, so of course they're going to have a future yeah. of soccer. It's not like North America where we get one Alfonso <laughs> Davies and we're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we hit the jackpot. It's like, all right, yeah. how's the rest of your team? Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got, hit, we got him from the grocery store. We found him around the corner. Yeah. This guy just asked me for a dollar on the sidewalk two weeks ago, but I saw him kick a roll a paper into the garbage so I thought he could play. <laughs> he come up, came up and asked if he could bum me for a smoke and I saw he had a Team Canada <laughs> so jacket like, oh, on. You're good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, no, these Euros are going to be exciting to watch. I got France beating England in the final, so obviously those two teams won't mm. make it to the final because that's just, that's just the Not way. France. No, but, like, if I predicted it, it's... I'm, I've mushed them. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm... The ultimate yeah. mush. I do that to teams. Okay. So so I should say that it's going to be Hungary and yeah. North Macedonia <laughs> in the final. <laughs> Pretty much. I wonder what the I wonder what the odds oh are my if you God. bet it's England like, versus or yeah. 
I'm not like, going to say it's as big as like Iceland winning the EPL because or that I meant uh Leicester. I meant Leicester City. Not no Iceland. Leicester. But, yeah, I was I was confused yeah, for I mean, I I said something Iceland. wrong there. But I just like that would yeah. be pretty good odds because yeah, that's never seriously. gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it was I know it's not gonna be bigger than Leicester um winning the EPL because that like changed gambling odds forever. It's like they yeah. were plus like fifteen hundred or like fifteen thousand or something like that. So you put like yeah. Something stupid. So they won and this guy basically broke Vegas. Like he took all their money yeah. so no team surpasses whatever odds so but yeah north macedonia in a hungry final jesus but it's got to be like 500 oh, million it's to gotta one. be something crazy i don't even know i'm taking out a student loan and i'm putting it on north macedonia good luck to you <laughs> and i'm putting like a one of those kiss cams in your house and just filming your mom's reaction when she finds out that you're completely broke because you put the house, yeah, you went to load the and bank put it and on put the mortgage, <laughs> on, or you put your house, yeah, you put. How did you even do this? <laughs> well, I forged, yeah, I forged that easy. signature. You just watch Catch Me If You Can once, and you just know how to transfer signatures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of our signatures are the exact same. It's just yeah. the B and the T Seriously. is different. <laughs> Oh man, how did we get here? But yeah, um, yeah, I got France over England. Uh, England has a tough draw. Assuming if they win their uh, group, they play the second place in yeah. Group F. So they play, assuming either Portugal or France or Germany, if England wins. And yeah, it, yeah it's just it's gonna be tough. I have them beating Portugal, but I'm just I'm going for England, so I want to get have a reason to cheer for them. So, go for it all. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't. I don't know how the whole. It's so confusing, yo. Table so confusing. table works. Of... I filled out a bracket once, and obviously the one A two C, like that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But once you get to the third place, bro, good night. Yeah. My mom explained it to me, and yeah. I almost started crying because I, uh... I was like, "This is way too stressful." I I'm just gonna say Portugal wins. I'm, hopefully, it's a very I. Um, there's this expert who said he thinks either France or he thinks that yeah either France or Portugal is gonna win the whole thing. Hmm. So, so I mean I like Portugal has a really good chance, but because they only got better from yeah. last Euro and they won the fucking Euros there, so yeah, the only way of improving is winning it again. It's not even improving. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Well, if they win, if they win by two instead of one, then yeah, I guess so, technically. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's the year was twenty twenty. Um, yeah, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's gonna. I must also add that I don't know. Did you watch the? I don't know if it was the first game, but when Italy no, I played, I didn't watch that game, and. Andrea Bocelli sang before the game. Oh, I and they had this oh, full-on yeah, fireworks show. Yeah. yeah, that was epic. I I showed my dad. He's like, "Well, this is cool, but I can't understand anything he's saying." Yeah, seriously. It's I. Uh, my dad was like, "It'd be be sweet to have something like that at BC Place." I'm like, 
Yeah, but the only difference is they're only allowed to have 25% capacity. BC Place would only have 25% <laughs> yeah. of people there because no one would go. <laughs> no kidding. They'd have 25% of 25%. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so that's the Euros. But um, the NHL, um, we are recording on Tuesday, June 15th, the day before this should release, hopefully on time. We're doing a new recording method, so if the episode comes out late, then that is why. But, June 15th, 7pm, it's currently, we will, where do you want to start? Yeah, so well, we're watching we'll one game. That game. So it's currently game, we're recording during game two of Tampa and the Islanders, and I just got a notification that Trotz is furious after the Lightning score a goal with seven skaters on the ice. So apparently oh. that's a thing. And I haven't seen the video yet. But we'll turn it on. Is that a, is that a play that you can don't, like, challenge? Can you I challenge for too so. many men? I feel like in the playoffs, they should review like every single goal yeah. for every single thing. Like... I. Yeah, I don't understand. Yes. Yeah, when it comes to a goal, it should be like the NFL. Like all plays are reviewed. Like all yeah. goals should be like, all right, is everything good? Like, like why, why, why do you need to waste a challenge? Yeah. Or like, why, yeah. Like, why should you have to challenge? They should just be like, oh, we missed that. We couldn't see that there was eight yeah. guys on the so, ice. So I don't know how like they could, like seven skaters. Like one, uh, you know what? Two, come it's on. Because the puck was nowhere near. Because usually they only. It depends how bad the seven skaters are on. If it's like two guys yeah. who are just like getting on the bench, then it's like, bro. But if it's like he got off while the guy was at the opponent's blue line. Or like yeah. the guy passed the puck to the guy yeah, that he was like, supposed to be switching for. Then that makes sense. Let me. Yeah, one, two, three, four. I don't know what this guy is. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's too many men. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, but I don't know. It's like if some of the players, I guess it's a rule, but... I mean, some of the players don't have, like, an effect on the play. Like, it was just Victor Hedman yeah. changing from center. And then one guy was getting on the bench. But it's just, like, one of the guys came... I mean, it is a penalty. It should have been a penalty. And I think, to an extent... See, I don't want to say that all goals should be reviewed, because I think that'll just slow down the game, like, a ton. But, I mean, like... Yeah. It doesn't... Do, like, a wide-angle shot. Check if there's too many men. It isn't, then I think it's pretty simple yeah. though. If there's not six guys on the ice and they're not offside, what yeah. else do you really need? Check, like check for too many men. But if the coaches don't want to challenge for offside, like don't, like only yeah, uh, check for offside. Don't, you don't have to go in yeah. depth. You don't even have to go in depth yeah. to see if it's offside. You just have a camera that goes straight across yeah. and be like, all right, yeah, it's it was pretty clear yeah. to see. It's gonna take you five seconds. I'm excited for next year when the skate doesn't have to be on the ice anymore. You know about that rule? Yeah, they can yeah. lift it up. It just has to be over the blue line. It doesn't have yeah. to be on the ice. Yeah, they know, can, that, like, float it or whatever. It's taking, like, away, like, half the goals in the NHL. Is it? Oh. It's, like, 
and it's like it takes them 45 minutes to to check when it's just like dude if you couldn't tell on the first angle like look at each look at every angle once and if you can't tell on any of them keep going so i don't need i don't need to waste five minutes looking at this yeah but i uh i can understand trotz's frustration but they did also get a pretty uh generous i heard penalty the uh interference point was like skating point was skating like towards the net and he gets cross-checked in the back like maybe two feet outside the crease and goes into varlamov with his stick still on the ice too like his arms were crossed over because he was trying to really go on the back i I saw the notification and then i didn't see it i think they called him for a cross-checking like goal interference for cross-checking varlamov even though his hands were his one hand was his right hand was extended across his body and his stick blade was still on the ice holding his stick like just like like i said if he had his puck on his backhand and he hit like he made contact with Varlamov like that. And it's like, like how, did, how, in what way is that a cross check? If anything, he'd be cross checking air because that's where his hands yeah. were. But yeah, it was a brutal call. And then Nelson scored after yeah. 30 seconds into the power play. Yeah. I didn't, I never saw the penalty, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty was brutal. It? Like, if anything, if there was going to be a call, it definitely should have been yeah, on the Islanders guy for giving him a cross check. Damn. That's, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Then like, it was pretty brutal. Trots. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Yeah, because... Sucks to suck. Yeah, one penalty led to your team getting a goal, and you're complaining about two guys who had nothing to do with the play, or even three guys, because the guy who was changing for the other one, he was the fourth man into the zone, and then Palat was like... The guy wasn't... Who changed wasn't... Like, Palat, I don't think, was one of the guys who changed for one of the too many men, so it's like... You know what? Yeah. It's fine. If it doesn't affect the play, then I get it. Yeah. But being it doesn't okay. affect the plays. So if it clearly whatever. if it clearly affects the if it clearly affects the play, then the refs are probably gonna pick it up. Yeah. But um I I also understand because it's it is too many men, so Yeah. It's such like a funky thing, but if the Islanders got gifted a power play, then whatever. Yeah. Whatever, but anyways, each team got one. So. The Islanders are up one nothing in the series. Um, do you have like, uh, first of all, what are your thoughts on the Islanders? Because they're a team that's so hard to well, evaluate. All I ever hear is the Islanders are boring to watch. Like even my friends say that, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't really think there's any hockey that's boring to watch, particularly. But I. Uh, I think I, I like Trotz as a yeah. coach. I like Trotz, and I like how they've kind of. I like how they're a team that they just run the four lines. Yeah, like Martin and those Martin Clutterbuck and I can't remember who the other one is. Martin Clutterbuck like, and uh, Yes, yes, that Like they, they run like they play fifteen twenty minutes. Like they they play a lot. Yeah. Some of those guys. Some nights they'll play as much as the top line does. And uh, I like that in a team, like how deep they are. Um, Varlamov I've had in fantasy the last two years. So I've always been cheering for the Islanders. And then Barzell's the hometown kid. So kind of always like not really cheering for them, but cheering for them at the same time. You're more cheering for, you're more cheering for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
So the Islanders are a team in a sense. It's like I'm not cheering for them, but it's like I'm not cheering against them. Yeah. In a sense, I'm kind of like a behind the scenes fan. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> Who do you got in the series? Because I mean the Isles have like the worst they can do is a split in Tampa, and I think that's how, that's who, how who, you want to start. Oh yeah. So especially yeah. against Tampa, like against any team that's good, but against Tampa, like yeah, you got champs, home ice advantage. A now. team that's eighteen million dollars over the salary yeah, cap. You got home ice advantage now. Yeah, I uh, at the videos of Nassau Coliseum, oh, those games, they those look yeah, like a riot. Wild. Um, I want the Islanders to win. I think it'd be cool to see Tampa go back to back, but I'm not a huge fan of this whole Kucherov comes back the first day of the playoffs and lights it up and how they're over the. I mean, I get it. they're they're playing within the rules that they have. Is that they a, can, but do you think that's more on the NHL than them? Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Like like I said, like if the Canucks had, I don't know, Pedersen gets hurt and they can bring in, I don't know, Seth Jones and whoever else and whoever yeah. else, like go ahead, but. I'm not a huge fan of it. No, fair enough. I think it'd be kind of cool. I think it'd be cool to see a team go back to back and like Stamkos has been, they've been so close so many yeah. times. So if they went back to back and also, I know so many people hate him, but if Patrick Maroon went three oh. in a row, that'd be yeah, unreal. That would be... Like, you know, the, the big oh rig would God. just be having an absolute You'd riot. Be getting so many more contracts from contenders. Cause it's like, yeah. Right. Everywhere. It's, he's like uh Danny green. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Green or uh, what's the other guy that uh, signed with the Lakers like for the bubble? J.R. Yeah. Smith. <laughs> he just really signed in, signed with them right before yeah. the bubble, and then goes and gets a free yeah, ring. When, um, signed when me. Tampa up. beat Dallas last year in the Cup final. Yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, Whitney was saying on checklists, he's like, hasn't Dallas gotten the message yet to sign this guy? Because Dal- Patrick Maroon himself has beaten them two years in a row in the Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> St. Louis beat him in the to go to the Cup, and then yeah, and then they beat yeah, him in the Cup. Patrick cups. Maroon was on both teams, so he was like, yeah. when are they gonna get the message to fucking sign this guy? Because and now like. Maroon's going for back to back, and Dallas hasn't made a debacle playoffs. Oh, so yeah. That was on and, yeah. But. So there's a couple, like, I mean, I think that would be cool to see that. Cool to see back to back. Cool to see Maroon win three. But if I had to pick between the two, I'm picking the Islanders to win. I think it'll probably be uh, is it the team, six is, is game it the team series. you think is going to win or you want to win? The team I want to win is the Islanders. The team I think is going to win is going to be Tampa, just because every team I want to win never wins. Fair. <laughs> Fair. You are a Maple Leafs fan, or so, you were a Maple Leafs fan. Well, I, I was a Maple Leafs fan. That's it. The Nylander jersey T- touchy subject. has been taken down from the wall. Yep. Yeah, might have to. I still have a Curtis Joseph jersey, so that might go up instead. Because I can, I can put, a, I can deal with that. That's if cool, it, if it's but... like an old. Jersey, I think it's different. It's like the Doug yeah. thing. Why you why you yeah. burning my jersey? So, um, but yeah, I like I I I think that the Islanders. I think honestly, I think this series can yeah, go either I, way. Um, like, I kind of wish I picked the Islanders because I have a gut feeling that they are going to win. But I picked Tampa, so I'm going to say on record that I think Tampa will win. But I'm with you. Yeah. I like the Islanders are just oh. an absolute 
dog this year. And if you look, if you listen back on some episodes, I have been the most flip-flop piece of trash ever. Listen yeah. to myself. <laughs> I say one team I think is going to win, and then I choose another team, and then it's just like I can't keep my head straight. So going into the playoffs, I said that I could see the Islanders making the cup, and obviously I was kind of right because I do think they can. And yep. yeah, um, I, I'll i say... Lightning yeah. just scored to make it 3-1. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, because my stream froze again. I was thinking that they were on in intermission for the longest time, but who scored? Jan Ruta? Oh, my favorite player. That's my cousin, as yeah. Raheem would say. He clapped one top oh, corner. Just a sniz. Respect. Yeah, that was... Uh... But yeah, I um yeah, in my nice episode one. with Alex Day, uh, by the way, great episode, go listen to it. Uh, I said Tampa would win, and I'll say Tampa in seven because I do think this will go the distance. Tampa mm-hmm. needs to split in New York. Needs to. They need to win a game, yeah. either game three or four. They need to split um, at least, I think, in order for them to – because if the Islanders go up 3-1, then it's it's bedtime for Tampa. But yeah, I think Tampa will win in seven. You got him in six, but um, it's I think it's gonna be exciting. And by the way, obviously speaking, Islanders beat Boston four two, but and or the series four two, and in game six they I don't know if you watched that game, but they yeah it was they trounced them, like oh yeah yeah, like, yeah. well I don't know if you saw the posts about how loud the fans were singing the oh, anthem yeah. in Nassau. Yeah. So, you, that's and, just enough to win. Yeah, right there. and in Nassau Coliseum, I think in game five, they were screen, like singing uh, New York Saints. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. But, yeah, so um, that's the Islanders in Tampa. And this is a series that we both think can go either way. And it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah. And the next series, uh, we'll start here with Vegas. They did end up beating Colorado um, in six games, four straight wins. They arguably could have won in five just due to um, that questionable call in game two on Riley Nash. Or, yeah, Riley Smith. Sorry, Riley Smith. The slash on Rantanen. Yeah, that was was so weak. it was terrible, but soft as butter. But, yeah, they finished him off in six. What are your thoughts on uh, Vegas beating Colorado? Because McKinnon had a couple interesting quotes in press conference. I uh, I think that's a team that – or a, a series that realistically either team could have won that. Like, they're both – like I, I don't know. You hear it. Like I think everyone that said this season, you look at like the top three teams. It's Tampa, Colorado, and Vegas. And when you have those two teams playing against each other, only one of them can come out. And uh, I don't know. I heard a bunch of stuff about people saying that like Colorado's top line didn't play well enough, and blah 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 blah. But 
they also had Flower in front of them who was playing unreal. So when you have goalies that are steer, stealing games, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, after that 7-1 trounce by Colorado, is just everyone yeah. counted out Vegas way too early. And I knew that Vegas was better than what they displayed. I knew it wasn't going to be oh, an yeah. absolute wash by Colorado because they, you know, they tied in the series and it came down to the last game between them to decide who was the one seed, who was the two seed. Like it was yeah. Colorado won the season series over Vegas 4-3 and it came down to the last game. Yeah. So it was like they tied 82 points in the year. Like they're so even and they play almost two different styles. Like Colorado plays with speed and skill. Yep. And Vegas plays with some skill, but they play heavy and they just it, there's yeah, they come big. in waves. Yo, Alex Tuck, Minnesota must be pinching themselves for giving that guy up in the expansion draft, just seeing what he is now. Yeah. A lot of players, Florida with Marsha So, Columbus with Carlson. Oh, yeah. Like obvious and well and then they get stone and then they yeah, get Patrick. the biggest one i think like, out of all of these is anaheim giving up shea theodore because yeah. theodore is like he, he's going to be on the canadian olympic team now and you and yeah. it's not like he's like uh shea weber that you gave up who's like near the end of his career no theodore is like a young player who's like going to be nasty and he is nasty and is yeah. a player that Anaheim, imagine like Theodore Zegris, like in yeah on yeah. that like how on how many draft picks yeah, they have with the Gibson guys. as well like yo that could be such yeah. an exciting team but Anaheim unfortunately gave him up but so yeah. tragic. Well, uh, one of the guys that I play on my men's lacrosse team with, he grew up playing hockey with Shade Theodore because he's from oh, Abbotsford, really? and he said that they would have practice when they were like thirteen. And they'd have like the, I don't know, 6 a.m. practice, whatever it was. And they'd practice for 6 to 7.30 or something. They'd practice, they'd go into the locker room, they'd change and go home. But Shea would stay out there and the junior team practiced after them. And at 13, Shea Weber would go practice with the junior team after them. Theodore? Theodore, sorry, not Weber. Yeah, but Shea Theodore would go out and practice with the junior team at 13. Jeez. Like what? <laughs> That's absurd. When I was thirteen, I I was probably like, I was picking, I, I was four four foot I was ten, lint out of my belly button, struggling <laughs> yeah. on my Pythagorean theorem or whatever it is. I couldn't even ride yeah. a scooter. Probably, I was too busy hitting <laughs> the razor scooter on my ankle. Oh, the worst. Yeah. And this guy's ever. playing with a junior team, like. Yeah, we go out and practice. I mean, granted, it was probably like a junior B yeah. team or something like that. It wasn't like it was a major junior, but still, being 13 years old, and I'm going to go finish practice, practice for a half an hour, and then I'm going to go play with the, with the, what is it, 17, 18, 19 yeah. year olds? At least some for the rest of us, dude. That's like the, it's like the, Pat, is it the Pacioretty, uh post of when you, what's the best part of being on the uh, varsity team as a freshman? Yeah. The party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that, that was probably yeah, him. But, no, yeah, so Vegas, they just, yeah, they just, they clogged the neutral zone, didn't give Colorado any space, and they uh, got it done, and 
I don't want this to take away from the year that Grubauer had because I think he had he was very deserving of being a nominee for the Vesna. It's just unfortunately Vegas just beat him and it's like obviously you want to say that there's something wrong with that, but like I mean he played good and um I wanna to touch on the McKinnon quote. And he was saying, he's like, I'm going into my ninth year next year and I haven't won shit. So, I mean, yeah, you can see the frustration coming out in these players because they know how good their team is and they haven't, they've been yep. bounced two years in a row in the second round. But, I mean, I think this team is just getting started with how young their players are. And, oh, yeah. They got some big UFAs coming up this year Grubauer, um, Brennan Saad, Gabriel Landeskog. Um, they have Camel cards and RFA, so they got some big decisions to make. But yeah, I mean, I think you gotta hope that one of those guys, either McCarr takes a bridge deal, or they take like a hometown discount to kind of keep some players around. I, but it's hard to bank on that. I say we, you heard uh, Nate Dog said before that, like he took a discount on this one, and he'll take more of a yeah. discount next time. And I'm I'm sure that Landis Cog will be in the same because obviously yeah. they want to win. And if him and Landis Cog are going to do that, there's no way that McCart goes. All right, I'm going to take a 11 mil. Like they're going to be like, yeah, like screw yeah, you kind like, of thing. If, when you think about it, once you get like, if Landis Cog, I could see him taking like seven. I think seven's a good yeah. number for him. Oh yeah. Like he's I can't when you. Because I would say seven is a discount. Like what? What's Nate Dog? Like six, six and a half. Six and something. a half. And he's yeah. he's worth. And he said he'd take like less. Twelve, dude. Yeah. yeah. He said he'd take less. Yeah. And once you, so say say he say yeah. he signs for six. Like if you have Nate and Landis Cog at six and seven, like when you sign free other free agents, they're gonna be like, oh well, I want this. Like, yeah, but do you think that you're three quarters as good as Nathan McKinnon? Yeah, it's like, like come on, what? it's like. Yeah, it's like you see the way that we're doing things here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, well, you look at Boston. Boston takes team discounts, and they're in the playoffs yeah. every year. They have. I don't know if they've missed the playoffs since they won the Stanley yeah, Cup. It's, I think they've had one off year, but that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, they probably made the conference finals probably two or three times, made the finals yeah. what, once or so twice. It's, so. Yeah, so it, um, that's yeah, the way so to do a it. a big offseason for Colorado coming up, and... Uh, Vegas, they obviously played Montreal on Monday night, game one. Uh, first time Montreal's played in front of a full barn, and it's the first time they've seen yeah. each other, and they're currently riding a seven-game win streak going into this game. Haven't trailed in over, like, 400 minutes. Yeah, it was since, almost a league record, since, I'm pretty sure. I think they were, they were right game there. game five of the... Uh, Toronto series, they haven't trailed. So they came out firing in the first, uh, first, uh, like 10 minutes. They came out looking strong. Fleury stood his ground, he stood on his head. And I mean, I think Vegas just got a hold of them and didn't let them, uh, have any time. And they ended up winning, uh, 4 1. And Cole Caulfield yep. got his first playoff goal. The, you know that kid yep. in front of yeah, his family. That was that was awesome to see, how excited they were. But uh, he looks so exciting, dude. Like he looks like a hell oh, of yeah. a player. But 
that uh, Theodore, we were ta- singing our praises about that guy, that Theodore fake shot slide over to Martinez. Yeah. One of the nastiest goals I've seen this year. Just that, yo, he, he almost threw his shoulder out. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't all three, or three, not all three, three of the goals come yeah. from defensemen last night? Yeah. Uh, Theodore, like, Martinez, and Holden. Like we were just talking about how much offense Vegas has, and that wasn't even the yeah. problem for Montreal. They, they won four-one, <laughs> and they're—I don't think one of their top players from their top line like recorded a point. Like yeah. Stone, Pacioretty, Stevenson, Smith. Like Smith like had when, a when you good can assist see, on the Holden goal, but it's like when they talked about. Uh, Edmonton and keeping Drysaddle and McDavid off the board. If you can keep those guys off the board, you're going to yeah. be okay. With Vegas, it's like, all right, you kept the two top six or like the, the top six off the board, but you yeah, still we got still screwed. Lost four one. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah, yeah. I I'm yeah, not counting luck. out Montreal. Um, they are playing with 3,500 fans in Bell Center, yeah. so hopefully that helps them out. Unfortunately, though, I just saw a thing. Saying that they aren't confident on a Petrie return, so hopefully that can change. You just saw that now. Yeah, it was, or I guess June eleventh, but I just saw a thing on TV here. He skated this morning, and it said him, Evans, and whoever the other guy was. I can't remember. Are questionable oh, okay. for tomorrow's game. Okay, yeah, June eleventh. So that's an, that's an Habs update. Not very confident on Petrie, so. I didn't necessarily check the date, which I should have, but um, yeah, he's a big piece for that Montreal team. It kind of uh, holds down their back end, so hopefully they make a difference. But, you know, I'm not counting out Montreal because a lot of people counted them out against Toronto and see what happened there, but and Winnipeg, and they swept them. So I do yeah. think this Vegas team is different than all of those teams. They are... I think going yeah. to ultimately win the Stanley Cup, but I still think Montreal can give them a tough time, and who knows? Ultimately, they oh, yeah. can, they can win. But, uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No, I was just gonna say that I think I, I I want Montreal to win. It's same same thing as the other series. I want Montreal to win, but I don't think they're yeah. gonna like. How, how do you I beat think, Vegas? Um, the best case for Montreal is gonna be in six, but. I th- I think Vegas in five yeah. is my pick, but yeah, I could I could see Vegas in yeah. five or even Vegas in yeah, four. Yeah, I just they're I just, hope it's not a sweep. They're but... yeah, they're just bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Like I just I think it's depth. gonna be a series where Montreal has to capitalize on as many chances yeah. as they get because they might not get a ton, so they just need to like maybe they get yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a series where like Carey Price has to play unreal which he has oh, been playing been, unreal yeah carry price has to play unreal and montreal has to score on every good chance yeah, they get exactly so that's yeah it's gonna be a with limiting vegas's which is good chances. that's a lot of things to go right so it's gonna be tough yes. but you know we'll see so yeah i got uh i got vegas in five hopefully montreal proves me wrong but some uh some notes. Um Carolina gave Dougie Hamilton the okay to go talk to some teams. 
um, which is kind of interesting. You don't necessarily see that a lot, but yeah. uh, apparently to Friedman, it's uh, to it's kind of hinting towards a sign and trade because it gives uh, Dougie Hamilton that yeah. extra year, or like gives him yeah. eight year instead of a seven or something like that. So, um, that's uh, that's kind of interesting and. As good as he is, it's Carolina would kind of be pushing to keep him if he was that good and good enough off the ice. You know, yeah, it's kind of a yeah, it's just going to be a another team that Dougie Hamilton yeah, is going gonna to be interesting to see. I don't throw another know, suitcase. What goes, what's going on behind closed doors? So we'll see. Uh, we'll see about that. And um, Gerard Gallant, he got hired as the New York Rangers head coach so uh i think that's a very good hire for them galan he did win the jack yep. adams in 2018 sure we'll go with it yeah. recently first year of the vegas nights so whenever that was and then columbus blue jackets hired brad larson couldn't tell you much about him but it's within the organization so it's kind of like a travis green hire sheldon keefe kind of one of those yeah. And the NHL awards came out with, um, like, sorry, I just want to add that uh, Tampa just scored. Hedman just scored to make it four-one. I just checked the score too, literally yeah. two seconds ago. Ten ten minutes left in the third, yeah. and a oh, point just hit the post. Yeah, I just I just checked, and it was three-one. So I was like, oh, okay. And then two minute, two seconds later, you say they score, but yeah. uh, Oscar Limbaum. He won the yep. Bill Masterton for coming back from cancer. I think that was like, yeah. He's probably gonna have that trophy named after him later, just because of that's yeah. crazy. Because he actually played in a freaking game. He didn't like just come back and like he yeah. played that season. So totally yeah. deserving. Not only did he play in the yeah. bubble, but he played yeah. this season too. Totally, so that's pretty like, unreal. If it went to anyone else, I think the league would riot. But um, the yeah. NHL awards the heart. Um, McDavid, Matthews, and McKinnon. I think it's McDavid's to lose. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, the guy yeah. scored a hundred points. Ted Lindsay is McDavid, Matthews, and Crosby. Again, I think if anything, McDavid wouldn't win the heart, but I think the Lindsay is his. Like, if he yeah. were to not win one of these, it would be the heart because the Lindsay's voted on by the players, and the players are the only. Smartest yeah. people out there. Uh, yep. I, I don't know, man. There's some yeah, dumb I know. out there. <laughs> yeah, if I know. If I were to pick though. one, I think I'd be more honored to win the Lindsay over the heart. Yeah, I'd be recognized yeah. by your peers. I think that's just like, that's like the ultimate respect. Yeah. But the Norse, this one is um, kind of interesting. And I want to hear your insight on it. But Kale McCarr, uh, Adam Fox, and Victor Hedman. Um, three yep. very very talented defensemen. Uh, who do you think is going to ultimately win out of these three? I Me have too. Fox. Me too. Yeah. yeah, Fox. I think this is his year. Victor Hedman. I think he's almost like the, almost like the narrative to just like I'll oh, just throw Hedman in there. Yeah, he won the contest. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, he, he plays defense. He's good. He's he good. recorded like forty-five points, and he's like, all right, but he didn't have the best year. But 
Yeah. Or like he didn't have a headman year, but he's still a Norris candidate. Yeah. And Makar, man, if only he didn't miss those games, he probably would have ran away with yeah. this trophy, but like I, I have it written here he had uh Adam Fox had fifty five games played, forty seven points and only fourteen penalty minutes. Pretty much same amount of points as Makar with less penalty minutes and he had the best plus, best plus minus out of all and three. on the worst team out of those three. I was going to say, and he was on the Rangers. Yeah. And he, so. I don't know if you saw the empty net clip, but he blocked a shot, went to the corner, and then another shot on net, and he just blocked it with a stick. Midair. That's, that cool? I think that's good, but, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the Vesna goalie of the year, Vasilevsky, Grubauer, and Fleury. Um, I think it's, the Vesna is pretty similar with the Norris, with Hedman. Vasilevsky, it's almost like a yeah. Just throw him in there. This is a thing that I yeah. was very confused about, and not that it isn't true, but it's the argument that is very lame. Philip Grubauer had a very good year. He led the league in shutouts. He or he was tied for first or second in shutouts. He was up, like he, he was, was like top three in every statistical category for a goalie. People were saying, yep. oh, it's because he's on the Avs. Like, look how good they are. Vasilevsky, yep. he's on the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. They goes, those are the top three teams in the league and their top three goalies. So. It's like, it's like it's not like, like Vasilevsky's on the Sabres and he's having these numbers. Like, he's on the Tampa... Which He's on Tampa Bay, absurd. possibly one of the deepest, if not the deepest team in the league. Yeah. They could be starting yeah, a dynasty right it's now. Like, so <laughs> you can't make the argument for Grubauer and then not make it for Vasilevsky. I know Vasilevsky currently yeah. is the best goalie in the world, but it's yeah. like, well, you, you heard what Brindamore had to say about him. What did he so. say? He said uh, he's the best goalie I've ever seen. I've been around for a while. Like uh, Osgood, make it look e- made it look easy. But this guy is yeah. a whole nother level. And I understand like the argument of, I know Vasilevsky is better than Grubauer. I'm not saying Grubauer is better or on the same level. Yeah. But it's the argument that you're making for Grubauer not being there. Yeah. Is he's in the same possession as... All three yeah, goalies are legit in the, the same spot. The only one is that Flurry. he isn't like... He's been kind of his age, first of all. He's like 36 years old. He's in his yeah. 18th year. I think that pays a lot yeah. to what he's done at his age. It's his first Vesna uh, nomination. And I just think he like he played above expectation. And some of the highlights that he pulled off this year were oh, he filled ridiculous. like top 10s. Yeah. Like monthly like on a consistent basis and he put up good stats along with yeah. that so i think flurry is yeah you you always heard yeah. flurry's name he was like a big always. reason why vegas is in the position they are so yeah never not not to mention too like obviously grubauer is good and um vasilevsky's good but like vegas's goalies leonard and flurry like if Flurry plays like Pooh, he's not yeah. playing for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Leonard's gonna yeah. steal the show. So like, he when he's playing for a job, he's like actually playing yeah, for I, his job. That's the thing is night. like I just think Flurry. 
I think he's the most deserving, and I do think Flurry is going yeah. to win the Vesna. But yeah, I'm. They're probably going to give it to Vasilevsky, just because. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. But uh, the Jack Adams, Rod Brindamore, Dean Evason, and Joel Quinville. Um, three very deserving award winners. I think it's between two people. And I got Rod the Bod winning it. Just because if you're in the division with Tampa Bay and you win the division, I think that goes a long yeah. way. But mind you, Dean Everson was six points away from the President's Trophy winners. And yeah. the expectation they played above, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with him. I uh, I don't have either of those. <laughs> I, got, you I got Joe winning. Fair. Yeah. I, uh, when you look at it, he coached the team to more wins than Carolina did, but Carolina had more OT losses. True. Um, but I think that Florida's pretty much at the point where, like, you, you hear so much, like, Barkov's so underrated and all these guys are so underrated. They don't get the attention they deserve, where they're almost getting so much attention of people saying they're not getting the attention they deserve, that they are getting the attention they deserve. <laughs> yeah. I said that that was a lot of no, attentions and deserving it's, in the same um, sentence. You know what I'm saying? It's like so many people. Yeah. Are they like, really that underrated? If so you're many talking people about him so for much? the longest time were saying Barkov's the most underrated player in the NHL, but we talked about him being the most underrated player in the NHL that he became rated. Like he just didn't become the most underrated player yeah. because we talked about him so much. You started talking about how he was so underrated all the time that all of a sudden it's like, well, he's not really underrated anymore because that's all we ever yeah. talked about is how so he's underrated. Like... Um, but I think that that team with the Bob father just being an absolute yeah, joke of that became the worst contract in the NHL like, right when he signed it. I don't care how. Yeah. yeah, like the fact that they've been able to have the season that they did. I think that's pretty damn yeah. impressive and. Because they were, uh, they, Florida was pretty poo for quite a while. Yeah. So I think that uh, he definitely turned it around. Down no, there. yeah, three deserving winners, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where they go. Uh, the Selkie, Bergeron, Barkov, yep. and Stone. Um, Bergeron, I th- I think this is like his eighth Dang. straight being nominated for this trophy. Um, I think it's going to Bergeron or Stone. I hope Stone wins, but I think yeah. Bergeron will because he's a centerman and he still had a very productive season. Yeah. So I don't know if you agree or disagree or I uh, I put Stone down. I mean Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I feel like it's almost every year it's either Bergeron like Barkov. Who, who was it? It was Riley for oh, two years, wasn't it? Riley? Didn't he win? Wasn't he oh, Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly? O'Reilly? Wasn't he mentioned yeah. nominee? He was. He was up there for yeah, a couple years. He won years. it the year they won the cup. So yeah, and then last year he was yeah, a nominee, probably. I think. But Bergeron is in there as well. Stone like, was there. I think Crosby was there yeah. one year. It's the same. I. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Just it's players filtering uh, it out with Bergeron. Yeah. <laughs> Bergeron, yeah. It's it's like five guys, and they're just like, all right, well, Bergeron's staying. The other two spots, we'll just yeah. switch them every year. 
But uh, yeah, I, I I put down yeah, Stone. Yeah, I, I hope he wins. I mean, I hope Stone wins. Uh, the Lady Bing, I think this is the most sportsmanlike player, is Matthews, Austin Matthews, Jacob Slavin, Jared Spurgeon. Honestly, I haven't really paid don't pay much attention to this trophy. I got Slavin winning it, but we'll see. Yeah, I was gonna I'd... say I. On to the oh, next I don't really one. know. I just put down yeah, Matthews because he's a big name. Um, yeah, I feel like they might give it to him just because I feel like besides the Rocket, which he won, I feel like yep. with an award that he's nominated for, I feel like they still want to give him one, so I feel like they might give him the Lady Bing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to have more, yeah. more and like trophies Toronto to have media, with. I think that's going to play a big part in it. But um, the Calder. Yeah. Um, Kaprizov, Nedeljkovic, and Robertson. I mean, I think this is a Kaprizov's to lose, but, I mean, three still fantastic yeah. years by all these guys. Like, even Jason Robertson, he made a late push for being in contention for that trophy. So, yeah, yeah I'm assuming you're going with Kaprizov as well. I think it's almost like the people's pick, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I put Kirill, I put Kirill, Kirill on there. The thrill. All right, so um, once these awards get uh, named, we are going. I'm gonna have Brando back on, and we're gonna compare our what we predicted. So we're gonna save that for later. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yo, there's a couple where I was like, I wasn't even close. Yeah, what like, was I, I wasn't even close. <laughs> Um, the NBA, we're going to switch sports briefly. We're not going to go too deep because I'll be honest, I haven't followed the NBA, um, since last episode, but there are some, <laughs> I, I just want to throw in that I saw that the jazz were good. And I was like, since when have the jazz been good? I saw that the jazz, the Atlanta Hawks and the Phoenix Suns were all in the playoffs. And I was like, damn, like, yeah, where'd those guys go from? teams this year. Yeah. So so much I paid so much attention yeah. I've been playing or paying so attention to. So we're just gonna kind of like touch on um, highlights right now, but or basically the big pointers. Um, the Suns, big news they do uh, sweep the Nuggets. Um, I don't know the score right now. In well, uh, we'll get to it later, but. The Clippers are currently tied in the series with the Jazz 2-2. Um, Jazz looked like the much better team going up 2-0, but then the Clippers have clawed back. Uh, the Nets-Bucks series tied 2-2. Again, the same thing. Um, Bucks went down 2 nothing, and then Harden has been out, but um, they... Yeah, Kyrie just went down, too. Game 3... Going down two one, and then Kyrie rolls his ankle about halfway through game four, and then the Bucks. I mean, with two of their superstars down, they tie the series up, and I believe they are currently. Oh, the Nets are winning by one right now in game five, ninety nine to ninety eight. James Harden is in this game, so um, Kevin Durant currently has a triple double with a forty one point triple double. With five minutes to play. Yeah, he's um, he's doing well for himself right now. Update, it's 4-2 oh, it's now. it's 4-2. Who scored? Well, I didn't see. Shows how much but it, but help you are. But yeah, so 
This is gonna be. Yep. I uh, the white currently team. have money on the Nets to win tonight, and I really hope because they're in a parlay, and I'm confident in the parlay. And if Tampa and the Nets win their games, then I'll be happy. It's just money line though, so they don't have to cover, so they just have to win. But and then the 76ers and Hawks are tied two two. So the Suns is the one I really want to focus on is because they beat they are the two seed in the West. I know you don't haven't necessarily followed it a ton, so I'll kind of just talk you through it. But the Suns finished second in the West. They're all happy they finished second. Woohoo! Yeehaw! We're good this year. Their first round matchup is against LeBron. Yeah. So I just knew immediately they were like, shit. Yeah. They win that. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, seriously. Couldn't have been no third. It's like, are you kidding me? We finally <laughs> have this unreal season and now we have to go up against LeBron. But. We got to go into a guy that made it yeah, to the finals. Eight straight a thousand years. Times. Or nine straight years prior to like the year he got hurt. But they. Yeah. All that said and done, they take care of him in six. They play against the MVP and Jokic. And I think, by the way, shout out. Oh, what an ugly dude. So weirdly <laughs> good at basketball, though. It's such a strange sight to see. Every team's oh, got to have no. a good old big white but guy. I think this series is completely different if Jamal Adams or Jamal, <laughs> Jamal Adams, Jamal Murray is not hurt because yep. their depth immediately goes down. And. Oh. Basketball is a sport where if your stars are like yeah. it's not like another any other sport really like basketball basketball is a sport that's so concentrated on the stars Honestly, of the team. Yeah, it plays that, such a huge factor. Like mi- missing, yeah, missing those guys is like <laughs> your your chance of winning is just cut and I don't know a yeah, big chunk so, of it is gone. Like especially with the backcourt that the Suns have in Devin Booker and Chris Paul, it's just like, you know, it's bedtime for you guys. If you guys, especially with how unconscious Devin Booker has been this playoff. So it right from the get go is going to be a tough series for the Nuggets because the Suns put up a W when Jokic did 32, 15 and or 32, 20 and 10, 32 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and they lost. So it's like right yeah. there. It's like that's all. I, yeah, help, it's help like the guy out. Come on, <laughs> Porter wasn't hitting his shots. Gordon wasn't doing much. So yeah, and I'm really hoping the Suns win because I want to see Chris Paul get a ring. I think that'll be really good for the league and his legacy, especially because he's one of the best point guards of all time. I think the only thing kind of holding him back is he doesn't have a ring. So I think he. And especially yeah. what he's done, he every every team he goes to, he gets so much hate for no reason, and then he just carries a team to the playoffs. Like when he was in OKC, they had a 02 percent chance of making the playoffs before the start of the season, and they get like the yeah. fourth seed. It's like, and then he just keeps getting dumped off, keeps getting traded. He's old; he doesn't have it anymore. And he comes to the Suns, and they get the two seed, and they sw- like they sweep the MVP. Jokic Nuggets and Le- yep. they beat LeBron and the Lakers in six. It's like, yo, this guy's you want to have a successful season. This guy's like it. So I really hope the Suns take care of it and I really yeah, think uh, they will. So Yeah, I, I I'm rooting for them. I, I like the the Paul. Uh the whole Yeah, I think it's uh, gonna be really exciting to see and 
Um, that's all I really have for the NBA. I mean, seventy sixers are in the Hawks series. It's like you think the seventy sixers are gonna trounce them, and then Trey Young drops like thirty eight, fifteen, and seven, and it's like never mind. The, like the series is tied two two. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I just I I like the Suns. I mean, I don't really watch basketball, but I uh, I like I've been watching the Bucks games because one of the kids that went to Blue Ridge the year before I did What's his name? plays on the Bucks now. So I'm kind of Mamadi Diakite. He's the big dude with the blonde oh, okay. hair. Um, went to Virginia, but uh, so like I'll watch their games when they're on, and uh, I just saw. Was it last night or the night before that? Did you see the oh, fight in the stands at the Suns and Four the Phoenix guy. Suns game? Yeah, <laughs> Suns and Four guy, beat the one guy. The two guys are beefing. He's like, ah, oh, whatever. One guy like tucks his phone into his pocket and tries to sucker punch him, and then the guy just beats the wheels off. I him. heard he just uppercut, 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 uppercut. Pulled the jersey over top and was just holding them there. And then his other buddy starts like leaning down, like, let him go, let him go. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, let him go. And then he just throws one at his buddy while he's still holding the one guy down. And the one guy's got oh his hands God. over his head like this. And then he looks down at him. He's like, he's like, I'll F your buddy up. Just throws one more uppercut. Just totally. You could just tell like that last uppercut, the guy just like collapses. And then he lets him go. And then as he let like they start to walk away, he's like, so it's a core. Yo, and do you know what game that happened? <laughs> you know what game that was? I don't, I know it was, I just know it because was in it's such an alpha Denver. move that you do Suns and. F- I'm pretty sure it, mu- it must have been. I think it was okay, the one they like, swept. Such an alpha move, saying Suns and four, and then they do win in four, and. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure that that was the, the game that they over swept. The head, and y- yeah, you beat the wheels off of a guy. They yeah. tried to sucker punch you. You punched his buddy while still holding the guy, and then as they're getting kicked out. Such four. an alpha move. And did you see Devin Booker commented on his... Yeah. He's a, the legend or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, the guy yeah. DM'd him. He's like, yeah. Guy's going to be the an ambassador DM'd for the Phoenix Booker Suns. And he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself, but I, I don't want to ruin the image for Phoenix Suns fans. <laughs> but it was like an in-the-moment thing, and it was something I had to do. And then Devin Booker like, yeah. yo, you're a legend kind of thing. And he's... Yeah, it was so, it was so cool to see. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's NBA talk. Um I guess Suns beating the Bucks. So hopefully they can get past the Nets. But the US Open. This is where we are gonna um finish off. It's in Torrey Pines in California. Ask me where in California and I will not be able to answer that, so it's in Torrey Pines. Is that like the actual city? Okay. I don't <laughs> I know. Like, I just yeah, said that. <laughs> please don't tell me. But uh, yeah, I don't know much of the courses. The USGA, so it's probably going to be hard as fuck. But what uh, me yeah. and Brandon are going to do here is we are going to do a draft. Um, do you want to do snake style or do you want to do just alternating um, picks? But... Like, me go, then you go, then you go, then me go, or do you just we'll alternate? And um, I'm the host. You're the I host. Go you first. go first. Okay, so I put a few. So yeah. we're gonna start off with our uh, sleeper picks. Okay, first yeah. pick's gonna be sleeper picks. 
And this is the guy I was talking to uh, before we started recording. My uh, my first pick is gonna be Abraham Answer. I've uh, okay. yeah tracked him a few times in tournaments, and you know during the Masters or the PGA, he's he's been in the mix, even, whether it's like in round two or you know the third round. Like he's uh he's made some cuts. He's been in the mix, so he's my uh, he's my sleeper pick for the U.S. Open. Okay, I like that. I uh, I'm gonna go with Lee Westwood. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's uh, well. He's been there. He's been close a couple times. And uh, honestly, I just thought U.S. Open. It's Bryson's. And who did he? Who he's been right there with Bryson three or four times in the last few months in tournaments. So, so you know what? I'm gonna throw in uh, throw in Lee Westwood. I like that. I like that pick. Um, my second pick is Kepka. Oh, Brooksy. He's won twice in the US Open, and I think he would have given Bryson a hard time last year Yeah, if he wasn't hurt. And I think he flourishes at the PGA in the US Open, so I'm going to take Kepka, despite his injury, but I think... Yeah. I think he's going to... He's going to lead after one and then he's gonna go he's gonna be like down like three strokes back going into the fourth round and then hopefully yeah three guys in front of him make a bogey and he just shoots one under and then he wins so yeah Bruce yeah. Kepka. I'm uh I'm gonna go with DJ DJ yeah that's always uh I uh classic you haven't really heard haven't really heard his name too much recently like for winning particularly he uh he's been close a handful of times close last weekend kind of collapsed on the last day a little bit but he uh yeah i haven't really heard his name a hell of a lot lately he's been uh, he's been struggling kind of the number one but he's been struggling a bit and um but it's he's the number one in the world right now so it's it's always a safe bet with dj uh, my third pick is going to be, uh, you know what? Um, I'm choosing between two guys here. I'll, I guess I'll go with another guy I put money on just a little bit. Uh, call Morikawa. Oh yeah. Good pick. He, um, has a major under his belt. He's always up there as some guys to look out for. He's not necessarily always a favorite, but he's always a guy you can't forget about. So yeah, he hits the ball well. So I'm gonna go Morikawa. Nice. Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna go here with the uh, the reigning champ, Bryson. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. He uh, bombs the ball. I love watching him. I think that his science behind his golf swing is ridiculous, yeah, and absurd. I love it. <laughs> and I love the idea of swing fast and hit the ball far. Yeah, fucking right. I can't. I can't do it myself, but I yeah, love. Watching I always it. top it, and it goes seven yards. Yeah, I just hit the banana hook 
50 yards straight and 300 yards to the yep. right. So basically how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so currently I got answer Kepka Morikawa. You got Westwood DJ and DeChambeau. My yep. fourth pick is going to be John Rom. He's currently the favorite to win. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter, you know, he got COVID at the Memorial. He's going to yep. win and Barcelona's sports book. They were absolute champs and they, any, uh, John Rom bets to win. They yeah. cashed him out. They yeah. Still they still out. paid out because I mean, he got absolutely fleeced. Wasn't he like six strokes? Yeah. He was yeah six strokes in the like lead. That. I think if, he shot like plus three. He still would have won. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's... So I think it was ba- he got yeah, it was basically curtains. So good on Barstool for uh, giving him, giving everyone who uh, bet Rom to win their money. But yeah, I got John Rom as my fourth pick. Brando, to you. I like that. I'm going the uh, just in case you forgot. He uh he won the PGA. Oh, Phil Mickelson. You're going Phil the thrill. Yeah, Act- activate the calves. You know, I, I he's just entertaining right now. He's just living life. I love that. So, I uh, go on the lefty. All right, that's a that's an interesting pick. It's an interesting pick. Um, I am going to go. I wasn't expecting to have these three guys at my disposal. Hmm. I will go Justin Thomas. Ah, that was my next one. Justin Thomas as my fifth pick. And yeah. Uh also I'll uh tell you my two other picks. I was trying to uh, decide between but Justin Thomas he's a solid player he's a top five player in the world oh yeah can't really go wrong with him but who you got is your last pick before we hit time for the press I'm gonna go uh, Corey Connors Corey Canadian. Connors fucking right yeah. represent represent I love that yeah he's a good hitter of the ball and he, he's always he's always close to yeah. contention it seems like the first couple days. No, that's true. Yeah, he's always up there. He's always in the mix. But no, like, yeah, mm-hmm. Corey Connors, welcome rights. But we'll uh we'll track these scores and take the best score and that'll be uh the ultimate winner. Yeah. And I just wanted to throw in that I think that if Bryson and Brooks are tied after the eighteenth hole on Sunday that they box. need to set up a boxing match and just bare knuckle box on the 18th green. They get, they, they get to choose one club to use as a weapon and just go yeah, at it on the 18th green. Yeah. I think it Jack, would be it. Yeah. Unreal. I would, I would pay 50 bucks to pay-per-view just that. hundred percent. I pay a hundred bucks pay-per-view just that. That'd 100%. be hilarious. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. Even if they aren't tied, <laughs> Bryson. If they get to the last Bryson hole, Bryson misses the cut, and Brooks just put one in the water to lose, and Bryson shows yeah. up, and they just tee off on each other on the 
freaking Morikawa's trying to putt in for the win and there's yeah getting in his line like bro <laughs> trying to put but they're like <laughs> they're just teeing off on each other oh that oh, would yeah. be yeah one guy's got his face on the ground he's just like on top yeah. of him punching him and he's like hey man yeah. you're in my line it's like well i'm not he's punching my head <laughs> into your line it's like bryson hold off for a second all right yeah okay go ahead <laughs> they, they 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 sit up and then they hit the putt yeah. go back down on his back and just start beating the wheels it's off like, him again it's like that ufc you ever see that ufc fight like probably it must have been in the summertime where they stopped the fight because this girl like they thought that there was like a cheap shot and then they like went to restart the fight but the girl was legit like on her butt with her back against the cage and the other girl was standing on top of her and so when they re- re- resumed the fight they put them back in that position and she legit just stood there and just eight punches like i don't know probably five to ten punches just straight in the face and they called it a tko i was like why did you even have to do that i could have told you that that was going to happen when you start someone on the ground and someone's standing right near the, like right on Yo, top of them. That's that's ridiculous. Did you watch this yeah. past U- UFC event? Yeah, with uh, Adesanya, Diaz, see, and then who? What was it? Uh, the other you fight. see the guy, his elbow got snapped, and they kept showing. Oh, oh. God. his yeah. his arm was flopping up and down. Oh my yeah. god, it was. Yeah, that that was, and they kept showing the replay, and it's like, bro, yeah, stop. No one needs to see this. Yeah, no one needs to see this. Yeah, that was a uh, not. Yeah, fun to no, watch. it was terrible. But uh, that's all for the sports talk. And Brandon, you obviously know on this show we do a little segment called "Time for the Press," and we got one question from our guy. Tanner Riley. Oh no. He says best pizza at Leo's. Oh. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with it's gotta be the barbecue chicken. Like yeah, it's, it's just... money. It's money. It's money. Wow. It's the only it's only one to go for. Like some days I'm not down for it, I'll get a BC favorite, but I don't know, I'm just yeah, such a go-to. So yeah. Yeah. I if I had to that's like my best my favorite menu pizza, but if you want if you oh, want yeah. a pizza to try, oh. listen to this. I'll give you guys some pause this podcast, get yourself a pen and paper, open your notes app. This pizza. Brando, I want you to try this as well. Alright? Half All right. half pizza sauce, half pesto. All right. Yep. Then you're gonna throw some spin, or you're gonna throw a thin layer of cheese on there. You know, very thin. Yep. Then you're gonna put spinach, chicken, bacon, onions, red pepper, and throw some cheese on there again. I literally had this exact same pizza, but with jalapenos. Pat the, like pat last the week. Cheese down in between the toppings, so you know it all gets melted together. Throw that. Throw that yep. in there. The ranch dip. Mm. Money. Yeah. I, I, I legit had that exact same pizza with jalapenos. I think it was really? like last Monday. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. made that. We make yeah. all kinds of that's pizza. The best, so. That's why I don't want to ever leave Leo's. I always want to, once yeah. I go back to school, I'm going to try and get shifts back there just so I can just make pizzas during yeah. work shift. But Tanner, thank you for the question. Oh, yeah. Leo's, that is a... no, I might have to talk to Matt about sponsoring the podcast. No. 
Tanner Tanner gets the barbecue chicken and a veggie yeah. all the time. Veggie so veggie he, he pizzas are also unreal. Big veggie guy. I I saw about the yeah. pineapples and the olives for spinach and red pepper, but other than that, the mm. idea of a veggie is very well, very very good. But yeah, barbecue chicken yeah. is best pizza in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And anyone be. says having pineapple or big kahuna can literally never talk to me again. So. All right, well, that's <laughs> <later>. <laughs> yeah, that's the show. Um, no, but Brandon, thank you for coming on again. Um, it's always great to have you on. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me at uh, again. You gotta tell me. You gotta need more facts again, for this one. Forgot his social media. You, you know never this know. is coming. Goff, Goff underscore Brandon on Twitter, and uh, B Goff underscore 73 on instagram and uh that's or you can find me at papa leo's i'm meadow gardens papa leo's or on the social media that's where i am and last quick thing what's your um social security no just a it's a new thing i'm doing what's your uh, social security number <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a new thing we do. Uh, seven and five. No, no, never mind. <laughs> it's a new thing we do. Uh, home address. Um, My credit card. You want? It? I got. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this uh, meme on uh, Instagram. And it was like, "Oh, look, ladies, it's not that hard. She's already trying to get to know me." And then it was like, "What's your mom's maiden name? What's your pet's first name?" And it's, <laughs> it's like, it's "Street, all did you grow up? up on? Who's your childhood yeah, best like, friend?" Yeah, <laughs> it's all the <laughs> questions that they ask you for, like, password securities. Oh, God, it's yes. so funny. I laughed so hard. But, yeah, you guys know where to follow me. I tagged the, uh, all my social media at the beginning of the show. Um, intro-outro music is Savage by Tom Ivory featuring Six Man, so be sure to check him out on every, <clears throat> everywhere you get your music. And don't be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts that helps grow the show. And yeah, that's everything. Yep. See you guys next time. I just got a let go. Went from ducking and fucking, and now I got put in the friend zone. There's no need for discussion, I just really love how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty, and we're being ten toes. Ten toes. I, I just got a let go. Call me a bin, so pay it all cash. I won't take no rentals. Killing my vibe.